Do you guys think we could get Derek on the pod to play the French horn? Oh, 100%. I'm yeah. sure he still has it. Can he do the intro music? Like, we have him record the intro music, just French horn <laughs> on style. French horn. And it's, he's playing Hold On by Wilson Phillips on the French <laughs> horn, and that becomes, like, the theme of the pod. Derek? Derek? <laughs> yes, we have to. Uh, what? <laughs> you ever seen their student section on are you basketball gonna, Are you going to edit that out? I don't know. You ever, seen their, fired. you ever seen their student section at a basketball game? I Do should take that. Remember out. when I started telling a story about this girl that went to Duke? <laughs> yeah, and then we just totally and then Adam anyway. just became a chauvinist right in the middle of it. a long time ago i said i was learning danish yeah i remember i've I've come a long way guys i'm reading danish books now shut up now i use a google translate app because i still come your grandma's from a danish community in montana or something yeah my grandma's 100 you've always been about like one-upping people no i just want to (laughs) learn i love learning you never know when you're going to walk into a bakery and need that danish oh i'm never going to need it look at you all grown up yeah so I have a teacher I, at the school. I agree. I've always heard. I think. I think English is tough because it's so slang. much of it phonetically makes no sense. Like, look at the words "through," "rough," yeah, "brought," like, or "right," "right." How many times right. do you see "gh" and it's like a totally different sound depending on the word? True. Okay, if you're going to uh, pass something to me, Adam, what would be the past tense of that? You passed. Right. Okay. I got an A. And then you think something, but the past tense is uh, thought. Totally different, <laughs> right? Like, makes no that That kind of thing makes no I was sense. I sweat that I was going to sound really dumb. I saw a tweet that said, <laughs> I can't, I, I have so much respect for people who learn English. Can you imagine looking at the word yachts and not just giving up? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's oh, a little man. update for the listeners. I am following through on my Danish learning. I am. Good for you. Duolingo app, and then I watch Danish TV shows on Netflix with with English subtitles, um, and then boring. <laughs> <laughs> Love your honesty. Nice. It is a worthless skill. It will only come in handy at some sort of two truths and a lie. One thing that I, it was through TikTok, and I know it's the Chinese have a stake in that, but it's helped me. Um, <laughs> It, there was a child psychologist on TikTok, and this child psychologist goes, don't ask them how their day was. The way to get your kids talking was to ask them, what are two truths of your day, and what is one lie? Ah. And I'm like, I'm going to try this. And I was like, I don't think it's going to work. And so I, I said, Elijah, what are t- two true things that happened in your day, and what's one lie? And I'm going to pick it out. <laughs> I hope his answer was like, I had tater tot casserole for lunch. <laughs> I played outside at recess and Patrick Mahomes came to our <laughs> class and gave everybody high fives. <laughs> <laughs> I have this 
had this friend growing up named Derek who's awesome. And if ever Derek thought you were not listening to his story, he would just start working in lies. <laughs> but it was always the same lie every time. And that was like, uh, so like, ne- I'll do this next time Adam's not listening to me on the pod. So I'll have lots of opportunities. <laughs> Derek would be like, yeah, we were in Spanish class. And then like the teacher was all, and like, he'll notice no one's listening. He'll go, and then this cat walked by and it pooped out a peanut and Adam ate it. Yes. Uh, we should first uh, <laughs> let me open the podcast. What? Bert got to do it last time. Can yeah, I, do I it? think Tom can do it. All right. Feel free, Tom. Take it for a spin, Tom. All See right, how it feels. Guys, welcome to back. Oh, well, <laughs> Whoa! It's, it's different when you're in the big chair, isn't it? it yeah, this is hard. <laughs> this, All right. Adam welcome makes it look back so easy. to Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Hi-hi. Your podcast for everything 90s and everything interesting. Um, I feel like he's changed the way he's talking. We are excited. Backroads and Bonfires podcast. (laughs) We are excited to be here tonight. Um, I am back after a long hiatus. Welcome back, Tom. I'm glad to be here. And it's a true road game. It's a road game. Live from Tom's house. That apple juice has gone bad. (laughs) Live from Tommy's house. A true road game. And I'm wearing my baseball jersey because pitchers and catchers have reported. So I had to get in the mood. Number 41? 41. Over at the hot corner. Mm, in my humble opinion, top three third baseman to ever play in Ellen. Do you know who Conference. else was a great third baseman who wore number 41? That Cal my, Ripken Jr. My son is named after? Mm. Eddie Matthews. Oh, I was going to say Roy Briggs, Hobbs. Hall of Fame. Well, his middle name is Matthewson. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shoot. Ped, right. was, Ped was one of those. I remember on our senior night. Uh, our pitcher was a junior yep. and got to choose the jersey mm-hmm. on our senior night, and Ped was hot about it. Yep, Ped, I'm not shocked. You, I'm not shocked you're a third baseman. You you seem like a dude that would just take a hot shot at the corner and just body it up if you had to, hundred percent, and mm-hmm. just not feel pain. Never wore a cup once. Take one off the inner thigh. It is what it is. I don't think the cup's there to protect the inner thigh. I think it's there to protect other things. <laughs> Something else. Uh, I didn't wear a cup in baseball until I took a comebacker off my kneecap pitching, and I realized how little time I actually had. Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah, it ain't great, but, you know, makes the game more exciting when you take those risks. I saw a flash of white, and I actually – fa- okay, it happens in a millisecond, but I had enough time to be scared. Like, yes. I had enough time to go, oh, no. And then it felt like my knee was on fire. And I wore, I wore a cup from that point on. One of my greatest athletic accomplishments was this last year at the alumni game <laughs> where I came out to play and Ryan Burkhart himself said, Tommy, you've got some talent. Hey, Tommy has talent. <laughs> yeah. It only took 34 years. <laughs> Just kidding. That's true. You know what we should do sometime that I was thinking of? I think we need to do uh we need to do hot tub sessions. Should we record podcasts from the hot tub some night? As, I was wondering about that tonight, actually. As long as, long as we don't do the camera. <laughs> well, we could all wear like t shirts and yeah. floaties or something. We're not gonna be the t shirt in the pool guy. Uh, no, at not. least not on camera. That yeah. one that one could be no camera and then in the background you just hear the <laughs> Of the bubbles. I can't make a bubble noise. That's the pretty, Jets. That's pretty close. The Jets, not the bubbles. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Um, oh, shoot. 
Pet, I, I have a picture on my phone that I was going to bring up for something to talk about, but what my is phone's it? in Describe use. It. it was a Would You Rather okay. sports edition, Pet. and it had something awesome, and I was going to have us discuss it. But okay, Pet, Pet, we should also have you do a provisional introduction in case you didn't like mine. No, I, I think it was good. It was good, Tom. <laughs> it's a little clunky, but we got there. Yeah, this is a one-take I, podcast. I have a Would You Rather. Okay. Would you rather have to box prime Mike Tyson? Okay. Or take a Justin Verlander fastball to the back? Justin Verlander fastball to the back. Wow. That's T- easy. Tyson. What? You'd uh, rather face Mike Tyson in his yeah, prime? I want to say I fought Mike Tyson. I don't know that you're fighting him. Maybe I could get a shot at him. You're a being lucky punched shot. by Mike Tyson. I don't know that you're fighting. Dude, maybe maybe talking, I could best Buster Douglas. Him. You're talking one fastball to the back or seven punches to the no, face. No, no, no. You don't have to stand in there for seven. You can go down after one. But one punch to the head. Yeah, but I'm going to try to win. Here, Here's... Okay. <laughs> I love your confidence. Dude, it's Verlander. Here, it has to be. I think it's Verlander for me. It However, yeah. if I could guarantee that Tyson would give me a body shot first... And then I could just go down. Ooh. You know what I mean? Ooh. Now, granted, he'd but, break a rib and I'd be peeing blood. But, but that's you're 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 already <laughs> like giving conditions to it, which means that you'd rather have Verlander. That's why I said I think yeah. I choose Verlander. But yeah. if I could guarantee it was a body shot from Tyson, that might get me to change my mind. That would be like the Simpsons when Homer took the bowling ball to the gut, or the cannon, whatever it was, Lollapalooza. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think any reasonable person is going to say, I'll take one shot to the back at 100 miles an hour. I think I'm thinking of it from a podcast. As long uh, as I turn the right, I have to turn the right way. Yeah, you got to turn and take it to the back. You said back, right? Yeah. Yeah. He misses and hits you right in the ear hole. Right. Like, <laughs> if it's going to be a ball to the head or Tyson's have punch you, to the head. Have you noticed that they never... They never let like an average person stand in and face a major leaguer. Like that show, jo- Pros vs. Joes, it was yeah. always retired pros. Yep. Is it because like an, an, a, a regular major league baseball pitcher would be afraid of killing somebody, like a regular, yes. just killing them? I want to stand in against a Verlander and just, or actually a Roldis Chapman, because that's 100 plus. Yeah. I just want to know what it looks like. You do? That's like, what I was just I about to think, say. I don't think he would hit me. Like, these but guys don't, don't hit people very often. They don't. They don't. That's what I was just about to say. I would love to stand like I'm a left-handed hitter and just let Araldus Chapman throw to me to see what it's like. No. It's just surprising to me that there's never been like a like a, a fun contest. Like, hey, stand it's like the half court shot. Like stand in for one pitch and see if you can make contact. Would, for for fifty thousand dollars. Like, I would, oh, yeah. it's never I would be like Henry Rowan Gardner, and my mom would be like his mom. Like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. You know? <laughs> that reminds hey, me. Hey, I watched row, that. Row, row, <laughs> God, and hey. I watched that movie. We showed it to the Little League kids. Like, 70% of that dude's acting in that movie is just looking shocked. Yes. I, I, If I get motivated one day, I'm going to make a super cut of just all the times that kid's going like this. Because <laughs> it's literally like all he does the entire movie is just yeah. turn around and go. Gardenhausen, <laughs> you're going in. <laughs> Rosenbagen, you're going in. Rubber garter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not even going to try to remember what was on the Woody Rather. Baby I'll, Gherkin, I'll bring it to the next going, episode. Baby Gherkin, you're going in. <laughs> uh, can I say something serious? Yes. Please do. I. We need to, as a society, we need to be better and stop disrespecting other people 
by showing up to things unprepared and our unpreparedness affects doesn't it feel like he's them. subtweeting us right now no 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 this no. is this is this is thinly, this is a subtweet this is thinly veiled past <laughs> aggressive contempt for us i thought you might say that when i wrote he's this pointing down. his finger at me now this is <laughs> this is not about you guys it's about other things i've experienced and i i get very annoyed because I'm at something that could take 45 minutes less if people would show up as prepared as I was. And it bothers me. Name names, you cowards. So uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> not going to do that because some of them might listen to this podcast. But we as a whole, if we commit to something, we need to show up prepared so we're not disrespecting other people. The follow-through is terrible. Follow-through is not good. I was, in, I was yeah. in band for one year, fifth grade. I was, I was, was first chair trumpet for a while. Tommy, really? the trumpet player. I think yep. I only rose as high as like third chair trumpet. Yeah, but I, how many good. trumpet players did you have? A lot. Yeah, we had three. Okay. <laughs> Tom was good, but then he just gave it up. Yeah. So I was like Louis. When yep. I was... <laughs> did not know there'd be a Louis Armstrong reference on the pod. <laughs> Name one other trumpet player. Um, Elizabeth Peterson. <laughs> Nick Nesbitt was second chair trumpet. <laughs> Wasn't Dizzy Gillespie a trumpet player? Uh, who's that? I don't know. Okay. Maybe Nick listens. Nick, I was first I think he chair. Does. You were second. <laughs> wow. You're just going to rub it in Nick's face like that? <laughs> uh, when I was in fifth grade band, here's the instrument breakdown. Trumpets was all guys. Yeah, Ours was all guys. Um, yep. <laughs> Clarinet. Clarinet was all women. All, all women. Or, oboe. I, I should say girls. Oboe. Flute. We didn't have a symphony at Woodward Granger High. No, we had oboe. Okay. Yeah. Flute, uh, all women. Flute was all girls saxophone was a mix yep and trombone at my school was like 90 percent girls what yeah wow. isn't that surprising for us it was all men there was like a whole it trump- was. Or girl trombone section but trumpet was the thing that all the boys wanted to play it yeah. felt like we also had a tuba and i'll give you one guess as to who our one single french horn player was <laughs> First off, tuba is music's answer to the fart. French horn. <laughs> That's one of my favorite jokes. Who do you think the French horn? Okay. Wait, wait. French horn. French, French horn. horn. You know him. Derek Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> if you think French horn, who are you going to think of? Derek Leeds, One of, of my favorite French horn jokes The only is, Harvard uh, guy. The yep. only Harvard guy. I'm not going to tell my French horn joke. No, okay. Let's tell it. Nah, I don't know. It's borderline. All right. We'll leave it out. I like um, those pants, though. They're kind of joggers. Yes, they are. Nice joggers. I think if I were to wear them out in public, public, people would go, come on, man. You're not, Work you're not working out. I just got- bought some new shoes, guys. I like... Are you... You're big indoor shoe guy. I do. I like I'm shoes. A, I'm a shoes off when you come in the house guy. Yeah. It's guys- my house. No, that's fine. I yeah. wear joggers all the time. They're the best. People come over to my house. I feel compelled to tell them, like, just take your shoes off on the porch. And I'm, like, passive about it, but also, like... Get the hint. We don't wear shoes in this house. <laughs> but like my dad was, my, my parents were both big like, you don't wear shoes in the house. That's not, that's yeah. a no-no. In a very yeah. Japanese home. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Whenever my friends would come over, my dad was like, welcome to our dojo. <laughs> no. Chopsticks can be found in the drawer left of the sink. To wake us up, he would play 80s music and he'd be in his underwear, like playing the most Wilson Phillips hold on like he he'd he'd rip it hold on for one more day hold on for one more day he'd play that to wake us up somebody's gonna turn around and make it crack (laughs) that's what he would play while he's cooking bacon and it's like we wake up the happiest ever 
Yeah, but who, doesn't, after who doesn't that, love that? He, uh, it was so amazing. But after that, he was like, we'd get done with that song or a couple songs, eat our breakfast. And he's like, get out and scoop some poop. <laughs> you know? My Yeah, my <laughs> friends were like, your house is like, everything's in their perfect place. And I go, looking back, I'm like, I guess it was. my. But we also weren't the hangout house. We weren't the house where our, all the kids hung out. So sure. that, that probably contributed to it being. So this house is like Ellis Island. Well, everybody's passing through. Oh, like yeah, you do have a. It's a great thing though. You're right across the street from the school. I love to have I that influence. In. To You're gonna have honest. kids here like before every home basketball game. Yes. Like it's just gonna be the place. Yes. I walked in here once and took a plate full of Cheetos, and left. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys think we could get Derek on the pod to play the French horn? Oh, 100%. I'm yeah. sure he still has it. Can he do the intro music? Like, we have him record the intro music, just French horn <laughs> on style. French horn. And it's, he's playing Hold On by Wilson Phillips on the French <laughs> horn. And that becomes, like, the theme of the pod. Derek, Derek, <laughs> yes, we have to. So, Derek lives in Boston. He's a Harvard guy. And he I went to Harvard? Yeah. yeah. Derek Leeds went to Harvard? You didn't know that? Oh, shut up. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah, for went, him, though, yeah, not like throwing it on everybody's face because I would never shut up about it if I went to yeah, Harvard. He no. He doesn't talk about it. He's very humble, but he wow. did go to Harvard. He, he, wow. It, wow. He got a 35 on his ACTs, and he rode with me when we took the ACTs. And on the way home, he goes, We're halfway home from Stormwind. He goes, <clears throat> Shoot. I know which one I missed, and he started doing this math problem. I know which one. Yeah, he started doing. He started doing this math problem on the dust and my dashboard. And he, he goes, was, "Yep, I knew it. I missed was, one." He was a National Merit Scholar. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Okay. Wow. See, when I left the ACTs, I go, "Yep, I know which one I got right." <laughs> <laughs> I left thinking, like, "All right, low twenties, I'll be good for you and I." Did you really almost kill him with a four wheeler? No, that was me. oh yeah, oh, that was that was Tom. You, you, you yeah. almost killed a merit almost, scholar, a Harvard. I almost killed him after, with my pickup. It was after the ACTs, even. Wow. I almost killed him with my pickup and a giant rock once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that is so cool that he was a Harvard grad. I heard about this guy that went to Harvard once. It was Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Conan did go to Harvard. I know he did. Yeah, I that's re- why you said. I'm it. worried that like because where Tom had the mic for that whole story about his dad and bacon. <laughs> No, it, it was going to sound like Tom's. It sounds better closer, but it was picking it up fine. Okay. okay. I'm worried the people in the pot are going to go, why did Tom if record it was from really, the other room? Why was he just yelling from the other room? If it was really bad, time? I would have hey, told him. <laughs> if it was really bad, I would have said, hey, so, let's get that baby closer. Guys, the last, like, I haven't been on in a while, but like some of the podcasts I listened to with me on, it sounds like I'm yelling. No. So, so I'm trying to like. No, you're not no. yelling. Oh, okay. okay. Just be you. Just this girl from my high school went to Duke. We don't have any Harvard people from Woodward Granger. Duke is close. Duke it's is the like Harvard, the Harvard of the it's South. It's like the Harvard of North Carolina. Yeah. It's like um, the Harvard of cool schools. Uh, what? <laughs> you ever seen their student section on basketball Are you going to edit that out? I don't know. You ever, seen their, fired. you ever seen their student section at a basketball game? I Do should take that out. remember when I started telling a story about this girl that went to Duke? <laughs> yeah. And then we just totally... And then Adam anyway. just became a chauvinist right in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> Please continue. In in her valedictorian speech, she referred to our superintendent as Super Nintendo Green, <laughs> which is such a great Simpsons reference when Ralph calls him Super Nintendo Chalmers. I had so much respect for her that day. I will say, Derek's sense of humor... Uh, like his personality is not like ours. We're just kind of like we're we're more like laid back average Joes. But those smart people, his dad jokes really make me laugh. Those smart people have good jokes. Derek's been on the pod, right? A couple times. 
We need to get him back on here so I can yeah. ask him a lot of questions about Harvard. He's coming back in late June. So, so he has maybe. stories of like people that... Wait a second. Wouldn't he have been there roughly the same time as Zuckerberg? No. Just, uh, just after. after. Zuckerberg dropped out the year before Derek got there. But not because Derek went there. Uh, I don't, no, well, was Zuckerberg <laughs> was redhead and heard there was another one coming. So <laughs> you never know. Derek has a story about like these people that were like big into crypto that were trying to get him to be a part of their group. Yeah. And it ended up being the guys from FTX. Are you that, serious? That went bankrupt. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> He's like, yeah, these guys were trying to get me to come with them in their group. Derek Leitz is the most interesting person Dude, he's he got really is. that I've never met. Well, I've met Derek. We played board games together, but he, I didn't but know he'll any tell of us this. something yeah. from like, like that. He'll tell us something like two weeks ago that happened thirteen years ago. I just and it's the most amazing thing. We're like, why didn't you tell us this thirteen years? And it's ago? like culturally relevant. I played like, board games yeah. with a guy. I just assumed he went to Vassar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. Should we talk about phases we went through? Sure. We're sure. Gonna, we're gonna, there's two meaty topics we're going to get into. Phases we went through growing up, which are going to be great. And then we're going to do an all-time ranking. We can each give our top five of fictional friend duos. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to share my first phase. I had a homemade jewelry phase. <laughs> I made a lot of homemade necklaces. When? And when? Bracelets. <laughs> And like ankle bracelets and stuff. <laughs> Anklets? Yes, I would I would uh I would go to Walmart and buy cheap boot laces. Specifically boot laces, like the mm-hmm. brown ones. And I would cut them off and I would like put them around my neck to get them the right size. And then I'd cut them off and then I would go walk around the shop on the farm and find like washers and nuts and stuff like that and make necklaces with like Farm appliances. Tom, do you remember him doing this? I don't. You don't? <laughs> no. Dude, I got some pictures of you and me when I'm sporting my jewelry. <laughs> so I laughed hard because I also went through a phase like this. <laughs> yes. But it wasn't like yours was way more manly. <laughs> my brothers and I went through a, a a phase of making necklaces and bracelets, but they were at, they were with beads and fishing line. Oh, And then nice. they had the little clasps that like screwed together. Mm-hmm. And I... Looking back, the phase probably lasted three months. We had a whole fishing tackle box full of beads of different <laughs> colors and types. You should have sold them. And this is so not manly, but like me and my brothers would sit around in a, in like my brother's bedroom and just make bracelets. And then like at school be like, oh yeah, do you want like, like if you were my friend, I'd be like, you want me to make you a cheese necklace? I got like yellow and red beads. I'll make you like a cheese <laughs> necklace. It's cool. Like I would take <laughs> orders from people at school. <laughs> I love it so much. Ah, man. I'll try to find a picture of me wearing I remember my favorite one was a yellow boot lace that I found, and it had a long key hanging off of it. And then on either side of the key, I had a nut that I thought was really cool, square nut. <laughs> and yeah, it was well, dope. Did people ask you what the key was for? I usually, probably, I probably just said key to my heart, more than likely. <laughs> and you said it earnestly like that. Yeah, key to my heart. Key to my heart. Key to my heart. Yeah. yeah, I remember I always, I didn't do a class or anything like that. I would like triple knot them in the back. So I always had to make them big enough to slip off over the head. Mm. So nice. can you make me a necklace? Of course I can. <laughs> I have, I have plenty of arsenal at the farm I, for yeah, this. I want it to have like <laughs> nuts and washers and yeah. things. You got it. And I took this seriously. I always, <laughs> I always took the nuts and washers and whatnot home, cleaned them first. And then made my necklace. So people that weren't wearing them around getting like rust on their shirt. The funniest thing no to one me wants that. would be like <laughs> Adam's dad at the farm. 
stuff keeps breaking and he's like, where is the nut for this? <laughs> like Adam's <laughs> taking it off of you equipment. Like, it's on my necklace. <laughs> <laughs> for the implement stuff is falling apart because Adam is like taking nuts and bolts apart. Mike is just beside himself. He turns and looks at me and goes, that's the gasket I've been looking for. Get that off your neck. <laughs> freaking tire comes off because Adam took the lug nuts. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, man. Tommy, you got a phase you went through? Yeah, my very first one was FUBU jerseys. <laughs> oh, the FUBU <laughs> phase. Wow. I never owned a FUBU jersey. I, I had five FUBU jerseys. You, five yeah, FUBU you jerseys. were big into FUBU I jerseys. Very, I had a very, uh, it was blue and red. And I wore it to every middle school dance. When I do you still of, have them? I, I think I do. Imagine, if you still have them, I got to imagine <laughs> wait, those wait, are worth money now. How much money? For you to wear a FUBU jersey yeah, to like John, baby, to like uh, Altaria basketball game next year, like just walk in. How much money? I'll do it for free. Okay, this is like I have I, a plan. I have I a plan. Do a bit where like you and I walk in together. You're With wearing FUBU, FUBU and I'm wearing Jinkos. <laughs> yes, and we don't say anything. Nothing. We just walk in like it's just totally walk, all, walk past each other like ships in the night. No, we come in together. Oh, okay. we just walk. In. Can I please join and I would try to find like a giant puka shell necklace or my own homemade jewelry and I'll try to find like a Tommy Hilfiger pair of jeans with a chain. Ted, that, you're, you're, co-opting, Let's go. you're co-opting another phase I had, which was puka shell necklaces. My wife and I were my talking. My senior picture. Yes. My wife and I were talking Golly. about the Adidas slides back in the day. Oh, yeah. That had the little bumps. Remember, oh, yeah. remember the soul was like oh yes i wore those to adventureland theme park for an entire oh, no. day yeah. you kept them on yes i didn't i didn't i'd never worn them that long before my feet were on fire it's like walking on tiny yikes well we got a hot mic got a hot mic uh it was like walking on tiny pieces of gravel all day that's not good but Tommy, how did they do stay on mountain dew yes, I do. do you have any other soda pop yes I'll you okay you got me uh is all you got's unleaded, or do you have stuff besides diet? Tom, Tom. <laughs> he wasn't looking, and the ice maker was going. He was making me nervous. <laughs> it's ice. It's not going to flood the floor. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a quick recap because I've shared some previous phases. Yeah. I'm not going to spend a long time on them, but I just want to remind the listeners of some phases I've yes. already talked about. Before you recap, did you ever own Fubu jersey? No. Same. And, and not because I'm cooler than that. I just like. I don't. I didn't have that kind of confidence. I would have loved to. Tom had a, a type of self confidence that I did not possess <laughs> as a young man. Um, so, quick recap: I had the billiards phase in yes. middle school where I classic really thought I was going to make a run at being a pro billiards player. For those of you who want to hear more about that, look for the episode titled "Who Could Forget About Gerda." Yeah. So I was reading Pool and Billiard Monthly. I was playing a lot of pool in my basement, um, <laughs> and then I had that phase where I was. I had an elaborate hygiene routine before bed where I was showering, <laughs> putting on deodorant, brushing my teeth, and putting on cologne, cologne before b- bed. Before going to bed every night. One and of my I, favorite things about you. I do defend it because I slept like a baby for those weeks. Like, <laughs> you know how great Make it sure feels to be that, that clean. boy. Uh, cologne before bed. Classic. So I've got the diesel. Oh. Probably got some insurance. <laughs> So you just going to keep me regular? You just put ice in that glass for fun or what? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tom's got a lot of chaotic energy right now. Is that is that Pedialyte? What is that? It's, it's a, insure. It's a protein shake. 
<laughs> oh, nice. Do you guys remember watching daytime TV when you were home sick, like Price oh, is yeah. Right, and it was a lot of Slim Fast commercials? Yeah, Price is Right was glorious, man. Adam, what's your next phase you went through? Uh, my next phase was my entirely too much gel and hair product phase. Well, don't. That's what, was me. your hair crunchy? Dude. That's me right now. You no, look Tom, great. See Stop now, it. now like we've graduated like pomade, where you shape it, but it's like the low shine. You can't tell. I would put in two tablespoons of gel, copious amounts of yeah. I would just gel it up, and I would get it. But I would take the comb and I would comb it like straight forward. Oh, I've seen these. So picks. like my They're hair, rough. my hair was like sticking straight out in the front. So if I like, I could like start like breaking. I could like start breaking glass with my hair if I had to. And then I would get it shaped with gel and then I would just go to town with the hairspray. So much <laughs> hairspray. Okay. Hold on. I would hairspray it so it would get rock hard. Everyone I, at school could not believe how hard my hair was. I have to I have to I gotta wrap my head around this. You put gel and then hairspray? Yes. Oh yeah. Is that even legal? Burke. My hair was so freaking hard, dude. <laughs> like what? How did you clean it at night? Did you have to really scrub? Your long, poor hair went through a lot. Yeah, I was like, I got done with that, and I was like, I've, I'm probably going to bald early because of what I've done to my hair for these last three years. It was a lot. It was so much. This and podcast the best- is also sponsored by Ensure High Protein. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Nutra Shake. Um, uh, the best part was when you would go out in the rain or something, it would get wet and everything i bet the water beads right off and then when it it would re-dry even harder (laughs) and then you were like i have the greatest hair of all time right now yeah we uh the too much gel phase we're getting a live poll reaction from the girls of adam's class they did not think he had the greatest hair of all time no i mean if i like leaned over to whisper sweet nothings into one of their ears and poked him with that hair who had the best hair in your class when you were in high school Guy, guy, Nick Nesbitt. Guy Nick Nesbitt. Probably Nick. Nick or Wyatt. Wait, no, are we Tom? Are we talking like third chair trumpet, Nick Nesbitt? Yeah. Okay. Second. Tom Second was a chair. sleeper, though. Tom was a sleeper. Don't sleep on Tom over here. All the Hinkle Die boys have great hair. I, I, no. Jordan, Jordan's got great hair, too. Jordan's a handsome devil. He's always looked like Tom Brady, and I always have to hear. My hair has always been luscious and thick, but there's just no texture to it, and it makes me so mad. Our kids played soccer against each other this last week, and his How kid beat go? me. Or, no, his kid beat me. Sorry. His son's team beat my son's team. It's like TK soccer. Yeah. So I went up to Jordan after the game, and I go, all right, your kid beat my kid. I guess you can hold this over me for a year. <laughs> and then I threw in a, however, I did have money on my kid's team covering, and they did. So I'm feeling pretty <laughs> good about this. Um, okay. I went through a phase where I kept, I was like rolling the top of my socks. Hmm. Here, like rolling them over. That yeah, <laughs> interesting. Do you ever, do you ever do that? Why not just buy shorter socks? This is gonna shock you, but when I was like eight, I didn't buy my own clothes. <laughs> I didn't have income yet, Adam. You just wear what your parents buy you. Didn't yeah. have a W two. I just, I just, I don't know why I'd roll the top of my socks down. Fair. Hmm. I I don't know where I saw it. I don't know where I learned it, but it was definitely a thing that I did. Yeah. More I, power to I you. I understand it. My mom used to uh, like do my hair every day before elementary school. Yeah. Like she'd put something in it. I think it was mousse. And I'd stand in front of the mirror and she'd comb it. And I think I thought that was normal. I would never do that to my son. Not because there's anything wrong with it. I'm just not putting that much effort into my son's hair. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember this kid, Eric, who he... 
he's like one of the only people that sends me Snapchats. It's like him and Team Snapchat are I'm the gonna, only people I have streaks I'm with. I'm going to send you Snapchat. <laughs> him and Team Snapchat. <laughs> it's sad that nobody snaps me more than Team Snapchat. When but, it's a Valentine's Day and they're like... All right. Eric, I will come, start snapping he would come through the. He'd walk by me in class and he'd mess my hair up and it'd make me so mad. I hate it when people did that. I saw a picture of myself that somehow somebody took when I was in class in like second or third grade. I have like immaculate hair. You it's, have great it's, hair. It's moosed and it's combed and it's like... You have nice curls too. I know, but the point is that like I was like this little kid with like getting his hair done every day before school. It's fantastic. Dude, Burke, I've always been jealous of your curls, by the way. Yeah, I know, but people with curly hair want people with straight hair. Want no, the straight that's, hair. that's it's, BS. Everybody I'm wants, everybody I'm wants the opposite. I'm very jealous of the curls. No, not me. I've no, always wanted grass, straight hair. The grass is not greener. If I had your curls, I could do the sickest fade known to mankind. <laughs> And I want it so bad. Uh, would you have the teenage boy TikTok floofy and fun I'm hair? thinking of getting a perm. I'm just a teenage dirtbag, <laughs> Yes, baby. sir. So when you were talking about socks, first of all, you tr- you ran two things through my brain. Uh, I when we were, I always remember, like when we were young, we would get so like upset when people would mess up our hair in our phases of like wanting mm-hmm. perfect hair. But I feel judgmental because I do remember now a phase where my socks were too long. I would pull the sock like three inches off, tuck it under my foot. Yes. And then put my shoe on. You'd create like a, your own ankle sock. Yep. Yep. That and was a yep. that was an old trick of the trade back then. So yeah, so walking around with like double sock on because there was sock under the sock. Yep. Wild. It's like a sock on sock. Yep. You want to hear about my next phase? Absolutely. Yes. My Mr. Too Much Cologne Wearer phase. Jeez. Bathe yourself Dude, in Axe body you always, spray. You always smelled good. Ten sprays minimum. <laughs> Just <laughs> everywhere. Oh, no. Never Axe. Always uh, Aqua de Joe. Um, the green bottle of Lucky. Oh, yeah. Well, you were mixing colognes? Smelled fan. Well, occasionally I'd switch it up. You did like a suicide of colognes? Sometimes. <laughs> you know what? One of my favorite things to do was when we were in high school and we'd go to the mall, go to like Yonkers and just peruse the cologne section. Loved it. Smell like it's, 14 different kinds. Get a headache. It's not something I've done. But you have to do research to make sure you get the right one. Because you can't cross-contaminate the smells? Nope, you can't. You'd have to like smell, take a breather, then smell the next one, take a breather. My dad wore some cologne, but I've never been a cologne guy. I just, I rock the Old Spice Pure Sport deodorant and sometimes yeah. body spray and deodorant? that's it. Yeah. I have to wear women's deodorant. Why? Do you sweat so much? This guy is a sweater. Why is women's deodorant more powerful than men's from stopping sweat? It just is. Do you do secret? Yes. Nice. I've worn my wife's deodorant when I'm out. I exclusively wear secret deodorant. Sorry. But it works. It just works. I only uh, only use my wife's deodorant when I'm out, which doesn't happen very often. Tom, your mic is fading on you. Is it right now? But (laughs) I'm... Oh, that sounded like a lion. Um, I purposely, I wear cologne now very seldomly, but I, when I do wear it, it's two sprays in midair and then I walk through it and I buy on purpose exclusively like old man, like country Western smelling cologne. Like Stetson? Yeah. I literally have Stetson I at home right now. I thought maybe you did like that. Nope. Don't do that. I just do... I uh, I just do the Stetson two sprays, walk through it, and I leave the house going, man. Some girl someday is going to be like, he smells like a man. I I don't think I. Never mind. Never mind. Tom, you got a face? 
my my own son makes fun of me for the puka shell senior picture. Deservedly so. He does. It's okay. He's going to take a senior pick someday that you're going to make fun of too. I hope so. Um, do you have? Sure. Sorry. Yeah, I do have another one. Um, I should. I should. Hold on. Don't. I wish I could think of some. Oh, I remember your shorts on shorts phase. Uh yeah. Tom wore athletic shorts oh. for underwear under athletic I'm doing shorts that right now. Yeah. Look at that. Pet, I'm, thank I'm you. just wearing gym shorts as underwear tonight. So like during I, I, basketball, Tom would like, come to school. I'd be like, man, that's kind of cool. Shorts on shorts. I would not wear underwear. I would wear two pairs of shorts. <laughs> yeah, wild, <laughs> dude. You are like trendsetter. It felt so free. That's it's it's a risky move. You had his big pair of gold shorts. I remember yeah. <laughs> that would always go over some blue shorts. <laughs> and then his Fubu jersey on. Yeah. Why do I remember that, Pet? No, that is a great call out. Like, did you I wear did. Timberlands? How oh, you, you know I did. How do you know? How do you remember me wearing shorts on photogenic shorts? memory? <laughs> Photogenic memory. I I, I have a picture even, of me back in, in high school. Adam's like, I'm gonna want to talk about this someday yeah. for entertainment purposes. I need to. <laughs> I need to log this memory. Yeah, yeah. I was a shorts on shorts guy yep. for sure. Yeah. I have a picture of me and Tom at uh, state drill team watching our girlfriends where I'm rocking some Timberlands. Let's not talk about our <laughs> high school girlfriends. Nah. And we'll leave it at that. I uh, I went I went through a phase for probably. Do you really have that picture? Oh yes, I do. I want to see it. I'll find it. Three out of four years in high school, probably. I was like just like a skater punk kid. I wore Dickies pants. I wore like Hurley t-shirts, DC t-shirts. DC. Um, I basically dressed like Tom DeLonge from the Takeoff album. Nothing wrong with that. And I wanted to. That was definitely my aesthetic. A um, lot of Hurley t-shirts. A lot of Atticus t-shirts. Stuff like that. Did you rock beard in high school to go with no, that I, look? I couldn't grow one. Really? No, I could grow a little bit of chin stubble, but I just pretty much kept it shaved. Huh. It's like in college is when the beard really started coming in because I did not have that look in uh, awesome. high school. I have more phases. I have two more written down. I had a turtleneck phase. Whoa. I loved really? turtlenecks. You did? Oh, yes. Me and when? Joel. Actually, I did too, but it was in like elementary school when I wanted to dress up. Like it was a turtleneck. Fourth and fifth with a grade. sweatshirt underneath of it. Fourth and fifth grade, I was obsessed with wearing white turtlenecks under all of my t-shirts. Because oh, I was a, I Wait. was like fat and unathletic. <laughs> under your t-shirts? Yeah. So I was like fat, unathletic, middle schooler. I didn't really like start hitting my prime until like junior high. And I was always worried about the necks of my shirts not looking good. It was very superficial and subconscious about the necks. So I'd rock a turtleneck. <laughs> turtleneck under that hides the neck, makes the shirt look great. Bang. I did not get me any girlfriends. So the the sleeves stuck out? Yeah. The, oh, so you weren't wearing like a dicky? No, like a long sleeve turtleneck under a t-shirt. <laughs> That'd be sweet if I was wearing a dicky. <laughs> that is like... Turtleneck T-shirt. I a don't know. is like the crop top turtleneck. I, I w- guess I would say the face. Okay, I had a phase. I was yes. a turtleneck crew neck sweatshirt guy. I had a phase where I thought that I had to be bald. <laughs> oh, I have that too. This is my bald those, phase. You had yeah. the really close close cropped haircut, right? Well, I had no, 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 all the way as short as it would go without going razor and cream. Yeah. I would go razor and what cream. What was the what was the uh, the thought process there? So when I uh, first went, like I never liked, I've never liked my hair. Never liked. You it. honestly stopped doing it only like a year and a half ago. It was a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. There's me wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> Holy crap! That, 
Burke, I gotta say something. <laughs> you got a good show size the head. Show the camera. Is this the cutest picture you've ever seen? You that, got a good size head. Cute. Also, a big suspenders guy. <laughs> so my junior in college, and I was at a friend's place, and he walks up behind me and just does the 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 jack thing. Where oh, the sh- hair trimmer. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how I started being bald. He like, did it. He wasn't messing with you. No, he. And he came up behind me and just like shaved the back of my skull. Not oh, nice. That's mean. And then it's very rude. And it then for thirteen years I was bald. Yep. It looks better now. Thirteen, fourteen years. Many years. Yeah. I wish I had the courage to wear this haircut all the time. That is a mohawk. <laughs> it's like a Joe Strummer mohawk. I wish I could wear that all the That's time. That's the kind of mohawk that you could spike up with, like some eggs. Yeah. I had. I also had a bald phase. Uh, that was the last one I had written down. I I think I was a sophomore when I first shaved it all the way to the skin with razor and cream. You grew it back, Ped. You're one of the reasons I grew my hair back. Yep. I went razor and cream, then grew it back senior year, and then in college again, went razor and cream again, all the way up until like 2013. All I was going skin all the Why? time. Three times a week, I would shave it. Why? Me and, and him were the same that way. And then I finally started growing it back out. And I was like, you know, I got great hair. I got all these friends who are involuntarily balding. On behalf of them, I'm going to grow my hair out. I tell you what, though. When I, when you're a big boy with good-sized double chin and a big old ball head, you look a lot fatter. <laughs> with the bald head. It's not yes. a slimming look. No, <clears throat> it's not. And so now I'm like losing weight right now and trying to bulk up and get all beefy and muscular. So then when I do it inevitably bald again someday, hopefully I look better. You should be like Tom Brady where you have a long hair face because long hair Tom Brady was goaded. He's been long hair more than he is now. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. one year he went like he went really long hair. Like you could like slick it back. Like he could tuck it behind his ears. Yep. Real, like Aaron Rodgers where he's got that. Kind of look like the Joker. I don't know. I'm just making things up. By the way, and then we will move on to our fictional Fred duos ranking. Did you guys see? This is how pathetic people in America are. Oh, boy. Tom Tom Brady's, uh, when he announced his retirement, was sitting on the beach, just him and his phone. Did you guys see the video? Yes. So where he was at, like his neighbors and like other people that were there vacationing, after he he got done with his video, after he left... People like stormed down there and collected the sand he was sitting on and bottled it and sold it. How much? And they've been selling for like twenty five hundred a bottle. Okay. The sand he was sitting on for his retirement. So How, like, we are. That is pathetic to me. On one hand, I want to make fun of those people. On the other hand, if somebody said, "Here's some sand where Chipper Jones was sitting when he announced I'd, his retirement," I'd take it. I would think about buying it for <laughs> for, the right, for the right price. I if just, it was under fifty bucks, I just oh well, yeah, for the right price. Maybe, yeah. Or if someone was like... 2500 is stupid to me. This is the Beef O'Brady's where Chipper decided he was going to retire. Like, <laughs> we're selling the menu. I would consider <laughs> buying it. Guys, are we going to talk about the phase where I went the Nintendo map phase? Oh, this is well-traveled territory. <laughs> we were watching that I Nintendo forgot. documentary the other night. It was That was the only game we had was a yeah, Nintendo Yeah, and you said map. you'd come upstairs sweating. Uh, drenched yep. in sweat. Tom just in the basement putting in nine miles. Yes. He's just like, take that, Carl Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. That was a phase. I'm trying to think if I had any other phases. Um, 
by the way, had a bowl cut phase. Wow, the bowl cut. Most kids in the nineties did. Most boys, yes, the JTT, and some, and some girls. Unfortunately, I yes. would say I had a college phase. Like, like you went to college? No. <laughs> what? Tom Tom Hinkle died. The college years, like where we were a little unruly. Where it was. It was not good. I had a college phase called academic probation. <laughs> we were little fish in a big pond. Find is that a out. saying? Or is it yes. big fish, small pond? It works both ways. Both ways. Yeah. And we were just seeing what the world had to offer. And by world, you mean one town. Duff Avenue. The middle of <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Duff Avenue. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Well, that was fun. For those of you out there, if you had fun phases, pass them along to us. By the way, I had a bunch of people on social media share their fire stores with me after the episode where Tom talked about how he started a fire inside the house. I talked about how I lit the doghouse on fire, and you talked about how your brother lit his arm on fire. Mm -hmm. I had like nine people on social media share fire stories with me, so I need to share those. Not an episode coming up here. There's some funny stories. We We need to do... Uh, letters from the fans. Well, we oh, don't yeah. have any fans, but yeah, we need to. It would be so funny some. if people would actually send us some questions. Yes. for us to answer well, on. If the I pod. put it out on social media, people will. I think oh, it'd they be would great. Do it. Yeah, we'll get some I would questions. Love that. Just like like every now and then, we'll do it. Podcast, do it. Derek, thirty six of Boston writes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that is. Yeah. French horn thirty nine says. <laughs> French horn eighty eight at aol.com <laughs> wants to know. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, we're going to list now our all-time fictional duos. This was an idea by Mr. Burke himself. I haven't done it. I didn't write anything down. I think I can come up with a lot off the I wrote head. a lot down. Are uh, we doing this like snake draft? Are we? Oh, well, we're drafting it? Well, I don't know. I was just thinking it's we could each just. better that than just to run through them all. I was thinking we could each just list our top five. I, th- I think we just go around the table and we just keep trying to one up each other with better friend duos. All right, fair. Um, we'll do that then. I like that idea. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to go. F- Wait, you want to go first? No, that's okay. I'm going to go first. Ron and April from Parks and Rec. Interesting. I love their friendship. It's like a father daughter friendship relationship their dynamic and how ron loved her demeanor her no bs demeanor because ron was a no bs guy i just love i loved that friendship and that I relationship see ron and leslie you, ron, oh, and no, april. ron and april sorry and i raise you tom and donna <laughs> yes treat yourself 2012 See, that's what I was looking for. When I was thinking of this, I was like, I want to think of Actually, a few like non super iconic I have ones. Better. I think it's Tom and Jean Ralphio Saperstein, <laughs> who's one of my favorite TV characters John of Ralphio. all time. And abs- oh man, I ben. got run over by Alexis. <laughs> ben, uh, what's his? Ben Wyatt. Uh, no, what's his name in real life? That actor, A- uh, Adam Scott. Adam, no, uh, who plays Saperstein? Oh, Man, um, what's his name? Man, he is it's funny. Like, uh, isn't it like a Schwartzman or something yes. like that? Swartz something. Man, something. he is so funny. He's very good. Golly. Yeah. Tom, you got one? Yeah. Jeremy Gray and John Beckwith. Who's that? Oh, wait, wait, wait. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Gray's Wedding Anatomy? Crashers. Wedding, Wedding Crashers. Crashers. Oh, <laughs> I said Gray's Anatomy. I'm an idiot. Yeah, we can edit that, <laughs> that out. That's pretty, that's pretty epic. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh. What do they say when they're walking? Bobby Boucher, Steve something. We're here to 
gosh, what a good movie. Yeah, anyway. I can tell that quote really stuck with you. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw you. You got to lock it up. That's lock my favorite up. quote. Lock it up. Man, Owen Wilson in the scene with his with the mother played by Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, yes. Jane Seymour, yes. is hilarious. She calls him a pervert. Yes. <laughs> I can remember an episode of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman where something like emergency was happening and they go, there's a fire at the old Burkhart place. And it was the first time I ever heard my name on TV. I was like, Dr. Quinn. Yes. My dad loved that show and I loved watching it with him. Wedding Crashers, when um, after all that happens with Owen Wilson and the mom, and uh, Vince Vaughn meets him on the stairs and does yeah. his iconic Vince Vaughn gets rolling, talking fast stuff. It's one of my favorite things ever. Where's Zach? <laughs> Zach, we'll say it without him. We'll say it without him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you for a loop here. My next one is Mark Green and John Carter. From ER. From ER. I would have gone with I love Doug ER. and Carter. Like Clooney and Noah Wiley. Were they were, better? They were the first Dr. Like, Green? duo. Dr. Green, but then Clooney left, and Dr. Yep. Green and Carter were the duo, for sure. When I wrote them down, I did like a deep dive on ER today. It has so many records and like such an amazing cast. Good show. They also had the guts to like kill off people when they yeah. left. They killed off so many iconic people. They Dr. They, Green they, dies they, in season eight from a brain tumor. They didn't just let him leave. The one dude got killed by a helicopter. Yep. And I'm, then the one lady got <coughs> smashed to death, like something fell on her or something. I'm. I think I'm going to rewatch ER this summer. Go if for it's it. streaming for free somewhere, you man, should live tweet it. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> Every episode so much. live tweet. All right, I'm going to live tweet okay, ER. Okay, I'm going to come back at you with some doctors. I'm going Turk and JD from Scrubs. Classic. Yeah, absolute classic. The picture of them together, eagle, each in one whole doctor's coat together, where they're each in a sleeve. Giant doctor is just that's just, isn't that that's called something. It's like it's character they do like enormous doctor or yeah. something like that. Doctor Zilla, yeah. that like is just peak Turk and JD, just doing funny stuff. What's your next one, Tom? Patrick Dempsey and Eric Dane from Grey's, Grey's. Anatomy. McSteamy and McDreamy. We just went like three round, three in a row of doctors. I love it. I once ha- uh, had a group of girls almost want to fight me in college because I interrupted Grey's Anatomy night. Yes. That was a big deal. I'm not saying it was one for me, but it was one for everybody else. Yeah. Like, oh, that show was like cult following. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Troy and Abed in the morning. morning. Troy and Abed. Don't they? Esta, la biblioteca. <laughs> Tom, have you ever seen Community? Oh, yeah. Okay. Man. An absolute, just all, all-time iconic friendship. Very much so. I don't know what else there is to be said. I mean, they're the pillow forts, paintball, the things they do in that dimension room in their apartment. It's just, man. Those if guys are if great. we're going epic friendships, then I'm going Burke and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's an epic duo. Hey, guys. Uh, I. I can't believe it's gone this long already. Yeah. Before this. Next Are you sharing one? one? Is it my turn? It, go yeah. for it. Wait. Give me a clue. I want to guess. You shouldn't need a clue. Joey and Chandler. Oh, my God. Monica and Rachel. You're not going to get it. All right. Wait. The doctors from MASH. Derek Leitz and the French horn. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know how we've gone... Oh, what, it's been four or five times. Hawkeye five and Houlihan from MASH. Okay. Who is that, it? Guys, is it Tim and Al? How have we not gotten Michael and Dwight yet? Michael and Dwight, oh, yeah. classic. 
uh, assistant like to the regional manager and the, the regional best manager of all time. They're like Dwight they're Drew. like frenemies because like sometimes they're friends, but sometimes <clears throat> Michael doesn't like when, Dwight. When Michael makes him do his dry cleaning for a while, yeah. <laughs> Dwight Schrute is someone who would randomly learn Danish. Hey, so he, like that's like a compliment. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's never a compliment. Dwight, Dwight, Dwight knows Shrew. his finances he knows in German. and out, inside and out. He's responsible, respectful. He would only learn hard work. He learned German. Yeah. And he says his family all lives in Argentina, which is a... Yeah, a, that's a red flag. It, it's literally a like a, a long kind of joke towards being a Nazi. Who fled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... We threw out some good ones just trying to guess it's like Tim Taylor and Al Borland. Yep. And I thought about them. I also tried to think of if Jill had any. She had that one close friend with no dark Jill. hair who always made fun of Tim. There is no dynamic duo that involves Jill Taylor. All right. You guys are missing the best dynamic duo Jill of our childhood so far. Talking about Doug and Skeeter? Nope. Doug and Skeeter's a very good guy. It's not my turn. It's your turn. Okay, we'll have you come back to it then. All right. Well, I'm next with Corey and Sean, of God, course. That's what that's, it was. Oh. Yeah, Corey and Sean. <laughs> that's what I was just thinking. Very iconic. The all-time best probably kid friendship of all time, in my opinion. Um, I, my opinion. The one I'm about ready to throw up is pretty good. Uh-oh. You're going to throw out Zach and Cody, aren't you? <laughs> Zach and Cody? I don't know. I've just heard of it. Never the seen Sweet it. Life? Yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> no. It's Barton Milhouse. Uh, <laughs> Barton Millhouse. Millhouse is my favorite character from The Simpsons of all time. Classic. Barton Millhouse are fantastic. How about this? Gosh, Millhouse so good. Zach and Slater. Zach and Slater. I was going to write down Kelly and Jesse, but I don't see them as people who would be friends after. Well, I take that back because they were friends in college, I guess, in the college years. Zach and Slater were the definitely the dynamic yeah, duo there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Man, that's good. The one episode where they where they fought, fought, like it hurt my feelings. This is the worst fight ever. And, oh, bad! You watch it now; it's the corniest, stupidest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> I'm gonna throw out a very obscure duo, and that's Bulk and Skull from Mighty Marvel Power Rangers. Never the two seen bad it. guys. I don't remember that. You haven't seen? Okay, Bulk and Skull. They were the two like bad guys in Power Rangers. They were always trying to pick on the Power Rangers when they were not in their suits. Fantastic. So, I guess I'll just enjoy that over here by yeah. myself. The only, the only thing I remember about Power Rangers is that I told everyone the red one, Jason, was my favorite. <laughs> but I never watched an episode. That's I watched it every day after school. I loved it. <laughs> I'm going to list you right now. I have so many more that we can talk about Let's after just this. Pl- just plow through. Like, tell yeah. My number one all-time undefeated is Jax and Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Uh, I, don't know. I haven't seen it. They're so freaking tight, Opie? and the Jackson Opie is Harry okay. Opie Winston. Opie was his nickname. He's Harry a biker Winston. named Opie. Harry Winston. They called him Opie. Okay. Any friend Must that's willing, when they were any friend that's willing to commit murder with you, <laughs> oh, boy. and got your back, is a good friend. All right. If we're gonna go down that path, then you gotta go Walter and Jesse. But were they friends? Yes. The, it wasn't. Were they, they best they friends, or was it br- dynamic duos? Oh, I guess duos. Okay. Or friends. I guess I was going down the line of friends. Um, but they did kind of have each other's back. Who did you just say? Jackson oh, Sons, Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, my all-time favorite. Man, I just had one of those two in my tongue, and now I've forgotten it. Oh, yeah. Road Dog and Billy Gunn. <laughs> yeah. The New Age Outlaws. B.A. Billy Gunn. Oh, you didn't know? All you right. better call somebody. Um, I mentioned Doug and Skeeter. How about Dawson and Joey? 
Is that we from just, Dawson's Creek? Oh, yes. But weren't they like they were involved? For just a little bit, but they started as friends. They ended that, as no, friends. No, no, that's a whole different segment. We're doing best couples someday. Oh, okay. That, we got to go best couples. Dude, best this couples. This is just I have dynamic a, duo. You know don't, what, no, you know what else? We're, no, you know what else we're going to do someday? All-time most iconic first kisses on TV. <laughs> I don't want to do that one. Oh, well, I, I will do iconic breakups. It. We'll do kisses and breakups. Um, you could do kisses with Brett. I don't have a cataloged memory of famous TV. You don't remember kisses. when Corey and Topanga first kissed? No, I don't. And why do you say it like that? Do you that? remember when <laughs> Spider Man and. What about Frickin', Jim uh, and Pam's first kiss? Why? Did, <laughs> that's the way I don't like that you're saying it. You don't remember Corey and Topanga's first kiss? How about Ooh, the Spider Man hanging upside the down? The upside down kiss. You know what Spider-Man. I know about with Adam? Kirsten Dunst yeah. in the rain. Adam. Yeah. Adam loves love. He does. I love. do he love loves love. love. He loves people being. Nothing in warms love. my heart like a good first yeah. kiss. <laughs> Adam's always on the hunt to witness somebody else's first kiss. Oh. <laughs> He's always like, "Have you guys ever kissed before? Are you going to? I'm going to stick around if you are. I just want to watch." I'm going to go with greatest duo: uh, Tom Hinkledye in middle in uh, high school shorts on shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Blue shorts and yellow shorts is a great duo. It's a good duo. Yeah, it is. This almost made my top five, Nick and Schmidt from New Girl. Oh, Iconic. If you guys haven't seen New Girl, you have to watch it. I enjoy New Girl. It's I love funny. it so much. Uh, Nick Nick Miller, one of the all-time greatest TV characters. He's fantastic. Yes. He is very funny. You got more? Are we going to venture off into like PB and J, a, a, a great duo? I was and, just naming and humans. And Jim? <laughs> yeah, PB and J. I was naming humans, but you can. <laughs> Buzz and Woody. <laughs> Buzz and Woody's a pretty good one. Leslie and Ann from Parks and Rec. Oh, that's yeah. a great oh, yeah, friendship. A Leslie and Ann. Leslie's just great friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel and Monica. What's what's? I'm blanking. Oh, Ben Wyatt, Chris Traeger. Yeah, that oh, show's yeah. full of them, it dude. Is. Parks and Rec is so good. Very good. The last one I have written down is Jerry and George Seinfeld. Classic friendship. I. That to me, that's a foursome in my mind. There's not really two and two there. It's a foursome. That's fair. That's fair. I always say because they went to high school together, but they don't ever show that. So that's fair. They did go. To, they, they yeah. They do ref. They do some some flashbacks once in a while. Um, was there was there a great duo on that '70s show? Donna it, and Jackie. No, Donna didn't even like Jackie half the time. It seemed like she put up with her. Eric and Eric and. Uh, Hyde, maybe? Eric and yeah, Eric and Hyde were tight because Hyde lived with them. So yeah, yeah. Eric and Hyde. I, I will say from the ranch. Man, what a good show. The brothers that? from the ranch. Until the whole like Until he got killed off. Yeah, he did bad stuff. He did yeah, some, he did very bad things that yeah. it's not yeah. It wasn't woke. <laughs> no. Uh what about uh Shake and Bake? <laughs> yes. Cal Naughton Jr. Cal Naughton Jr. Ricky Bobby. That's a great duo right there. I love you, Cal. <laughs> And then you've got the two dudes and stepbrothers, Brendan and Dale. Brendan <laughs> yes. and Dale. One of my favorite all-time lines, why are you sweaty? Because I was watching Cops. I was watching Cops. <laughs> That's like one of the best lines ever written into a movie ever. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm burying you. I'm not going to call him dad, even if there's a fire. <laughs> it was just me and Sloan Kettering. <laughs> it, was Sloan, it was me, Sloan Kettering, Johnny and Johnny Hopkins. Hopkins. And we were blazing that. <laughs> Babe, Dane Cook, 20 minutes, let's go. 
Oh man. Well, uh, that's that was a great list of duos. There's, I mean, Spade and Farley. Yeah, Spade and Farley's iconic. Yeah, and pretty pretty much any movie they're in together. Garth and Wayne. Yep. Yeah. I was just thinking of some SNL ones, Hans and Franz. <laughs> oh man, so good. All right. Well, that was awesome. I'm sure other one people out there are probably screaming right now. You didn't say this one. You didn't say Laverne and Shirley. We're not 90. Get over it. <laughs> Should we move on? I have an awesome 90s quick hitter for us. Let's All do right. it. Let's do it. Do you guys remember? Do the, you remember the 21st, 21st of September. September? No, I was thinking of that Phil Collins. Do 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 do. Remember that I line? I can feel remember the line. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Remember your memory. I don't know. I'm making lines up now. But I, he says, do you remember? I was at the church once, and I held my phone and did the do-do-do-do-do-do on the drums and then sent it out on my story and said, name that song. Anyway, pointless story. <laughs> um, do you guys remember the jump rope that had the like long, cylindrical plastic pieces all around it? That yeah, you we, had slide in, back we had them in wrestling. You jump. They were so loud and annoying and dumb we had this in the wrestling room in middle school yeah that's what i got for 90s the jump rope with plastic on it they were so loud why like what was the point of those the dot drill no they had to have i think the point was those long would you call them beads they're just long beads they were like this long like plastic thing it was like it was like a macaroni necklace of jump four inch long beads it provides Mm -hmm. enough weight that the jump rope can actually be used because you ever use a jump rope that has no weight to it it's terrible yeah when i want to jump rope during my workout i have to bring my own to the gym because the ones there are not adequate by the way tom while we're talking about the gym where do the giant ropes go i loved those i don't know i I used to use them for every workout and they're gone now i don't have no idea What's all those green bands for? Rogue bands? Yeah, I don't know how to use them. <laughs> yeah, you should figure out how. I'll ask Dupe sometime. You should. Anyway, um, you were going to ask something. Skip it. Remember Skip it? <laughs> if we're thinking of like, you better make sure exercise toys. You better make sure you don't kick yourself right in the ankle with it. Skip it. Didn't have a counter on it too. It like did. you could. I bet there was like Skip it tournaments, like Skip it World oh, Championships. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And you could go up to someone and kick them right in the ankle bone if they made you mad. Okay, Tom. When we walk into a basketball game with Fubu and Jinko, we both have to have a skip it <laughs> under our arm, like we just got done. We're we're and we're sweaty. Yes, yeah. we're sweaty, <laughs> and we're just like, hey, sorry, we're late. We were just skipping it. We're, we were just we're doing skip it. We're sorry, just doing skip it. Right we now. get ready for the super nationals in Lake Tahoe. Work <laughs> <laughs> when I was editing that episode, I wrote down. <laughs> In my note, in my phone for my YouTube video ideas that I want to find a pair of Jenko jeans online and buy them and wear them out in public and interview people with them on. <laughs> but the best part is just say nothing. Don't uh, acknowledge the I'm going to just walk up just in Jenko like jeans and be like, all right, name me your favorite thing from the 90s. Or I'm just going to walk up to someone it. and sit, just whatever I'm going to ask them about. I'm walking up in Jenko's. <laughs> okay. You're wearing FUBU jersey with shorts on shorts. I'm wearing Jinkos with a No Fear t-shirt. No Fear. Yes! No Fear! Oh, here's another phase I went through. When I was a freshman, sophomore in college, I went through an Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy. Ed oh, Hardy. Is that, I wore Affliction. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I wore Affliction no, all the time. I, Did you? Okay. I, I, I oh, and shirts. I had a Hurley hat phase. Yeah, me too. I went to American okay, Hurley's Eagle. dope, though. I went to American Eagle at least twice a month and bought a new Hurley. I had, no joke, 55 Hurley hats. So I didn't participate in this phase, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Hardy? That, no. It was around like, 
it was around like 2009 to 2012, 13. It was rural white guys wearing bedazzled jeans that had like yeah. lots of white. Oh, on the pocket? Stitching on the pockets with like elaborate. I, like, ne- I never got into that. Those then, looked so dumb. I know, but it was very much a rural white yes. guy thing. And I think yes. they got him from the buckle. Buckle. And always, I was like, was these are buckle. some like bedazzled jeans you're wearing, my guy. I just thought of like four people the second you said that who wore them. Yeah. So dumb. But and not to judge them because every phase we've had, it's truly dumb when you look yep. back. But that was a dumb phase I proudly did not get on board with. Yep. Lot of lot of stitching on the pockets. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's um, still people that do that. Unfortunately. Really? There's still that's still happening? Oh hundred percent. Oh yes. Oh wow. My big Wow. My big <laughs> Wow. My big clothing phases in college were Hurley hats, affliction shirts, and polos from American Eagle. Did you guys ever do the I do you remember people doing double polo? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't do that, but I remember it happening. Do you guys remember Hollister? I never went into one. I was scared. It's it always dark. There's loud trap music really playing. F- it didn't really fit it me. It smells really strongly. I'm embarrassed to... There's just cologne everywhere. Yeah. I am embarrassed to admit the amount of money I spent on clothing in college. When I was within five blocks of a mall, I was irresponsible. I wore a lot of Western shirts in college. Really? Yeah. Like Ro- Pearl Snap? Um, yeah. Rolled the sleeves up. It was It was very much a... It was... It was a part of the I don't it's not not punk, but it was a part of the alternative scene. Like dudes from like dashboard confessional and stuff would wear stuff like that. It definitely was a phase I went through in college. And I looked nice. really I looked really good. <laughs> Bomb Gar sells them, you should bring it back. <laughs> it takes a certain kind. My wife loved when I wore those shirts. I'm not slim enough to wear them now. Um, but yeah, the Western shirts were dope. I actually had one I got from Goodwill. This one I loved. I just gave it to my friend Ben because he can actually wear it. It was made with short sleeves, like three-quarter sleeves that you just had to roll once. It had a cactus on this chest and a horseshoe on this one, right? And then they always have that across here. And then on the back was a steer head on the back here. That's wild. It it was like a vintage Western shirt that I got from like a thrift store, and I loved it. Amazing. Loved it so much. All right. Well, that was fun, boys. I saw a tweet the other day that said, hey, just, just being honest, I wore a lot of no fear shirts in the 90s, oh, fear. and there was some fear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hot, hot. Check us out on Spotify. Drink your insure. Um, stay, Apple Podcasts as well. The pod- yeah. Go to my YouTube page. I got, I got a YouTube page just under the name Adam Patterson with funny videos. Check it out. Let's blow that baby up. Friend us on MySpace. Yes. Friend us on MySpace. Uh, just blow it all up so we can do it full time. And then me and Burke and Tom can all quit our jobs and just do this. Guys, I'm not quitting my job. Hey, we'll say without him. Hold up. I got one. I w- one more thing to say. Broncos country. Let's <laughs> ride. Hot, hot. <laughs> I'm so glad. We never.